How you doing? And thanks for tuning in to the What the Hell podcast. This podcast is dedicated to those things that drive you nuts and annoy you and just make you say, What the hell? Come on in. Let's get this thing started. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Oh, man, what the hell? On today's episode of What the Hell, we're going to bitch about spam calls. You know the calls I'm talking about. We're all getting them, and it fucking looks like some local number, so you answer it maybe on the thought that, hey, maybe this is someone I don't know, or someone important trying to get a hold of me, or it's a doctor appointment or some shit. But it turns out they come on, and they're like, you have qualified to lower the interest rate on your credit cards. Press 1, and you're just like, fuck me. Or uh, what's the other one that's super popular? Oh, that's right. We're trying to get a hold of you because your vehicle's warranty has expired. And you're like, no shit, motherfucker. It's got 120,000 miles on it. It expired 18 years ago. Oh my God, are these things not the most fucking frustrating thing ever? And I don't understand how it's okay for them to fucking spoof somebody else's number. I mean, none of it's okay. Don't get me wrong. But the fact that it's somehow okay and possible, I guess is a better phrase, to use a local number and spoof somebody's number. Because you know if it's an 800 number, you're not fucking answering the phone. We've all been through the bill collector calls. And you know that it comes, oh, 800 number? I'm not fucking answering that. It's going to voicemail. But then you get a local area code. Or an area code that maybe you've lived in and might know somebody in. And what happens? Oh, fucking, okay, let's answer it. And then you're like, oh my god. These things are so fucking annoying. And obviously, you know, the government's trying to do some shit about it. But they can't. They can't. They can't fucking stop these things. And I don't understand how people fall for it. I really don't. It's crazy, some of the shit that's going on. Someone fooled a member of my family into thinking my brother was in jail for fucking trafficking cocaine. Right? They took advantage of an elderly person and were like, we want 10 grand. And and it was going to happen. And my brother was like, I don't know what's more shameful, the fact that they fell for it or that they thought I would be trafficking cocaine. Because he wouldn't. But it's like, oh my God, people actually fall for this shit. And it's everywhere. It's not just it's not just phone calls. I mean the phone calls seems to be more prevalent these days. But I mean, even the the emails back in the day, you start you know, we've won the Nigerian lottery, or you know, Captain So and so has found eight million dollars worth of gold in Iraq and he wants you to help him funnel it back to the United States and you'll get a percentage. Oh my god. And, and I, really, people fucking fall for this shit. It's ridiculous. I use that word too much in this podcast. I'm going to try not to use it. But hey, it is. It's, it's fucking ludicrous is what it is. The fact that, number one, people would actually think to do this because it works for some of them. And millions of dollars have been scammed. What the hell, man? What the hell? You know what I mean? Like, what, what the fucking hell? Personally speaking, I find it more fun to start fucking with these people. In traffic, he started listening to him and actually talking to him. Now, he's he's a super nice dude. I mean, a seriously super nice dude. And at the end of it, he was just like, how do you people sleep at night? And he hung up on him. And like two weeks later... I get this IRS call while we're all in the office and I run into the conference room where he's at and I put it on speakerphone and he's looking at me and we're listening to the the phone and the, you know, the guy's got what 
you know, some form of Middle Eastern accent. I'll just use Indian as an example because I'm pretty sure it was, you know, did you meet to the Friday IRS and, and, and all that kind of shit. And and I'm like, no, no, oh my gosh, I didn't mean that. And, and what you know, what can we do about this? And he's like, okay, calm down. I'm here to help. Let me get get to the, and he's like, can I get your name? And I said, yeah, my name is Frank. And he said, okay, Frank, what's your last name? And I said, Furter. And my boss almost fell out of his fucking chair. It was great. If you don't understand why that's funny, fucking Google it. Seriously. Anyway, so he says, okay, Mr. Furter, uh, what's your zip code? And I gave him not my zip code. I gave him another local zip code. And sure enough, there was a Frank Furter in that zip code that owed the IRS $3,600. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Oh, my God. Again, my boss is just fucking laughing. He's just fucking laughing and I'm trying to hold it together while, you know, the guy's going through and he's got a pretty well-prepared script on, and some of it sounds official and they're trying to quote, um, you know, statutes and all this. And I'm sure they're bullshit statutes, but you know, according to the tax code, da, 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 you know, and, uh, and now we're going to move to a recorded line so I can get your responses. You know, did you intend to defraud the IRS? No, I did not intend to defraud the IRS. Did, you know, do you want to make restitution? Yes, I want to make restitution. And goes through all this stuff. And finally, I couldn't take anymore. And I just start going off. And I'm yelling at this guy in my conference room. I'm like, how do you fucking sleep at night? Do you even know what a Frankfurter is? It's the technical name for a hot dog, you worthless piece of shit. You're a dick and you deserve to go to hell. And then and start going off. And again, my boss is dying. He's dying. Almost fell out of his chair. And I hang up on him, and I'm just laughing. And the funnier part was someone else comes running from the other side of the office like, is everybody okay? All I heard was IRS and screaming. And again, we're just rolling. And and that's a pretty common one. That happens all the time. The other one that I used to get all the fucking time was uh, the the one about Medicare qualifying for medical grade braces. And he got this recording that was like, your Medicare plan may qualify you for a medical grade quality brace. And you have back braces and knee braces and ankle braces and all this other stuff. And, and so one day, again, I'm in the office. I got a coworker across from me at the desk and I run over there and I got this thing on speakerphone and he's looking at me and, and, you know, I press one and the guy's like, Hey, you know, thanks for, and it was, it was a guy with an American accent. So maybe it wasn't a, a fraudulent one. I don't know, but I got it so often it was annoying. And the guy goes, Hey, you call, you know, you, you pressed one to find out about a medical grade brace. You know, what kind of brace do you need? And I'm like, well, Hey dude, um, your, your recording talked about back braces and knee braces and all this kind of stuff. What I'm really needing is a brace for my junk. Do you have junk braces? And my, my coworker was laughing. It was laughing. And I kid you not, it wasn't, it was no hesitation on this guy's part. He says, he says, you know, actually we do have junk braces, sir, but unfortunately we're all out of extra small. Thanks for the laugh. Have a great day. And he hung up on me and we lost it. We were laughing so fucking hard at that for about 20 minutes. It was crazy. And now, and looking back on it, now I'm all kind of disappointed because I thought this would be something kind of original right I'm like hey this will be funny whoever thought of a junk brace before well clearly somebody did because i don't think it was the first time he heard it because he was so quick on it he had to have heard that shit before oh my god it was fucking hilarious and then uh what's the other one? Oh, okay yeah uh what about the one that talks about you have qualified to lower the interest rate on your credit cards oh my god i got this one at home 
one day and I was sitting on the couch and, and the wife was in the kitchen doing something and, uh, and I get the call and, and I put it on speakerphone as, you know, da, 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 lower the interest rate on your credit cards, press one. And I'm not fucking, I, again, I'm not pressing any other number to unsubscribe. It doesn't fucking work. Um, so I press one and the guy gets on and he's got a, you know, thick middle Eastern accent again. And, and this is, this is the funny part, right? Is this stuff is so well rehearsed and, and planned out that you can hear call center noises in the background. You hear like old school fucking phones ringing faintly and maybe even some newer ones with the beeps instead of the rings. Uh, you hear a lot of talking. So you think you're talking to an actual fucking call center for the fucking credit card companies. And the guy's like, you know, you, you, you want to do lower the interest rate on your credit cards. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, dickwad. I didn't say that. I thought I said, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll play along. If you can tell me one credit card that I have, I will listen to what you have to say. And the guy's like, well, you know, your visa or MasterCard. I'm like, no shit. Okay. What fucking bank? Well, you know which credit cards you have. I'm like, well, you called me, and apparently my payment history is so good, you want to lower my interest rate. So you know what fucking cards I have. So you want to lower the interest rate. Tell me what fucking card I have. Oh, uh, you've got a Bank of America visa. And I was like, sorry, thanks for playing. I don't think so. And then the funniest thing happened. This guy starts cussing me out. He's like, fuck you, motherfucker. And I'm like, what? Because I don't want to play your fucking scam game? Fuck you. You're a dick. Get a life. Fuck you, asshole. And he hang up on me. And my wife turned around and looked. She's like, what the hell was that? What kind of credit card company is that? I'm like, it wasn't. It was clearly a fucking scam. Hello. I don't think any credit card company is going to call you up and call you a motherfucker. Because you know, you're guaranteed not to use that card anymore. And they want you to use the cards. Let's be real. Oh, my God. It's so fucking frustrating. And here's the thing, right? These people wouldn't be doing this if they weren't having some fucking modicum of success doing it. And that's the problem. That's the problem is that they have been successful enough to want to repeat the formula and do it over and over again. And I just, we have to fucking educate people like, hey, this isn't right. This isn't cool. It's, and it's, it's evolved and they're going to always continue to evolve. It started back in the day with spam fucking emails, right? How many times did you win the Nigerian lottery? Cause I won it a lot. And it pisses me off, right? Because if I've won the Nigerian lottery so much that I never even played, why can't I win the American lottery? Golly, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. You get that one. Um, you get the one from some other country army officer that's found a bunch of money or fucking gold or some shit from the cartel, and they need to get it over here, and they'll fucking, you know, cut me in on it if I fucking you know, do whatever. And it's always some fucking bullshit, right? So fucking frustrating, but that's where it all started from. You got these damn emails and then eventually people figured out that, Oh, this is bullshit. And spam filters got a little bit better. And so what did they do? They moved on to actually calling people somehow. I don't know how they fucking get the numbers. I mean, again, everything's available on the internet these days, but then it's, they are going to call people and they figured out how to fucking make the numbers look local and they've planned out their scripts and they've got background sound effects and, and all this kind of shit. And somehow or another people fall for it. So that's why it's out there still. So we need to fucking take some time and, and educate those in our family that you think might be fucking dumb enough to actually fall for this shit to not do it anymore. And maybe dumb enough is too harsh of a phrase, okay? Gullible enough to fall for it. 
educate those people that in your family that are gullible enough to fall for this shit. And that's the only way it's going to stop. If they wind up realizing, oh my God, I can't make any more fucking scam money doing this, then they're going to have to figure out some other way to do it. And um, that will happen. Some other form will happen. We all still get some kind of emails that are some form of clickbait faked out Apple or Amazon or Google or whatever. We get those and some people click on those. And again, it's all about teaching them what to do when that kind of shit happens. Because it's not if it happens, guys. It's when it happens. As long as there is some form of success at doing this, it's going to continue. And as long as it's a billion-dollar industry, and I'm assuming it's that much, it's probably more, it's going to continue. And so we need to be diligent. We need to help. We need to not fall for this shit. We need to question it. And again, I still think that the governments of the world have some form of of responsibility in figuring out how to knock this shit out, you know, and there's, there's people on payroll to prevent this kind of stuff and it's not working because we still get them all the damn time. So that's my, what the hell rant for this week, fucking spam calls and scam calls and all that kind of shit. It's out of fucking control and we need to get a hold on it. Thanks for listening. Y'all take care. Have a great day.